<laughs> when working in a student-directed art program, there's a lot of different projects that are happening at any one time. Um, one student might be painting something, maybe a landscape. There's another student who's drawing a, a cartoon or doing an animation. And still there's another one, you know, doing something entirely different, maybe making a portrait out of Skittles. Who knows? And with all these different projects going on, um, there are some out there that might come to the conclusion that it would be difficult for the teacher to track what the students are learning. Like, how do we know? that they're meeting the standards. Now, I did do a podcast about the standards previously, but in this podcast, we are going to talk about the answer to this question, which can be found in the student-directed process of pre-selecting a learning target. Let's go. So what is a learning target or what are learning targets? Learning targets basically communicate what the students are attempting to accomplish. It's as simple as that, but there are three key components to learning targets. So first, learning targets are usually written statements that are derived from the standards. <laughs> At least the ones I'm going to talk about are. And when I'm talking about the standards, I am talking about the core national visual arts standards. Uh, so that's for there. Number two, learning targets are a means of diving in deeper into the objective. So you have an objective, and now you're going to meet a learning target inside that larger objective. And third, students identify and elect to achieve specific learning targets as they move through the art making process. So those are the kind of the components of the learning target. Now, how do you implement these learning targets? It sounds great, Sans, but how do I roll this out? Well, the best way to understand how to implement learning targets is to first review the artistic process. Now, I've talked about the artistic process many, many times, so this should be uh, very old news to you. Matter of fact, you might want to fast forward a little bit, you'll be bored. But uh, but just, just to go over it so we understand how the standards are going to align with those and, and work out the learning targets, let me go through it really quickly. Inspiration phase is where the student is seeking your ideas. The development phase is where the student is designing the idea. The creation phase is where the student is building the idea. And the reflection phase phase is when the student is critiquing the outcome of their idea and finding a way in which they want to present their art. So as discussed in a previous podcast, and you might want to go back to that where I'm talking about aligning the National Visual Arts Standards with that process, I mentioned these core standards and how they align with that process I just explained. So for example, um, during the inspiration phase, that is the anchor standards 10 and 11, which is responding. Um, and in the uh, design phase, that is the anchor standards 7, 8, and 9, which is connecting. And during the creating phase, anchor standards 1, 2, and 3, which is creating. And during the um, presenting phase, that is anchor standards 5, 6, uh, 4, 5, and 6, excuse me, and that is presenting. Now, I'm going to throw out a lot of words and a lot of numbers like that right now, and you're just going to be like, should I write this down? How am I going to keep track of this? This isn't going to make sense. Well, don't worry, because if you go to theartofsouthb.com, you can see all of this. I made a blog post, and I posted all these learning targets and all these core standards and how they... So you can just go look at it, you can print it out, and it's going to make... And I even color-coordinated it, so it's pretty to look at. So... Let me tell you, before we implement these learning targets, let me tell you uh, what they are as I wrote them down. Now, I'm going to be honest, I, I made these up <laughs> in a way. Uh, what I did was I went to the, the National Visual Arts Standards and I looked at their 
learning targets in there and they were rather long and lengthy and there was a lot to them and that's great because you can go in and do the same thing I did if you so choose um, and I'll tell you what I did was that I took the learning target that they had which again was very long and bulky and I just I just kept boiling it down I kept looking at it and like what words do, can come out of here and how can I just turn this into just one sentence so each one of these learning targets can just have one sentence that goes along with it so these are the learning targets and the standards and again if this is boring to you I apologize I will try to make more exciting ones in the future but I really feel this is important to go over so you might even want to go to the artist South B pull up that blog post and look at it if you can if unless you're driving look at it while um, while I'm reading it so a little bit more preamble I'm going to read over the high level and then I'll read uh, a sub level and then I will read the actual learning target underneath it so it's like three little steps here number one responding which is anchor standards 10 and 11 the two sub levels are I evaluate and I am inspired under I evaluate here's the learning targets I will evaluate artists artwork or art concepts prior to creating art that's number one number two I will consider how artworks influence my art making process now under I am inspired I will consider how artists artwork or art concepts inspire me and I will consider how this impact may inspire my work now here's the next one connecting which is anchor standards seven eight and nine there are also two underneath there I connect and I communicate under I connect my art will be influenced by my community culture or traditions and I envision my artwork impacting my community or society under I communicate the learning targets are my art will convey a message to my audience and the other one is my artwork will reflect personal feelings likes or dislikes all falls under connecting for the anchor standards seven eight and nine next is creating anchor standards one two and three this is when they're creating the art so the uh, subtitles here are I create I develop skills I take risks I solve problems and we collaborate so for I create the learning targets are I will apply unique ideas to my work and I will combine an inspirational source with my own ideas under I develop skills I will improve my knowledge of familiar materials and I will incorporate new skills and or techniques into my work under I take risks I will experiment with new art making methods and I will work with unfamiliar materials under I solve problems I will explore materials physical or conceptual limitations I understand there may be unexpected issues accidents or mistakes that's my favorite one under I solve problems next we collaborate I will collaborate with others during the creative process and the last uh, learning target under create is I envision other students improving the outcome of the final product under we collaborate so last one is presenting which is anchor standards five six and four five and six gosh I do that every time don't I uh, there are two I reflect and I present under I reflect the learning targets are I understand my product may differ from my original plan and I anticipate decisions I may need to make during the art making process and lastly under I present I am designing this work for showcasing learning target next under there I am considering why this piece will be show worthy and the last one under I present I am considering tasks I will need to accomplish to display this work is that not amazing I pat myself on the back right now <laughs> I'm just kidding um, but really it covers everything that falls under that process so if your students are going through that art making process they really are covering all these learning targets now 
Let me give you an example of how this can roll out. And uh, so I'm going to give you an example of a unit that I, I give in, in class, and I believe it's it's in Making Artists. If it's not, it's in the open art room, but I believe this is actual lesson plan is in Making Artists, and it is Artists Solve Problems. And the concept behind Artists Solve Problems is to work with limitations. So... For example, um, you can work with material limitations. Like you can say, I want to build, I'm going to build a piece of artwork only using Skittles, right? How can I create a portrait using Skittles? That's a material limitation. It can be a physical limitation, like I'm going to draw a picture with my less dominant hand, or I'm going to draw a picture using a pencil in my mouth. That's a physical limitation. And then there's conceptual limitations, like I'm going to create a piece of artwork uh, only using circles. I can only draw circles, or I'm going to create a piece of artwork by tracing a trail of an ant around a box. It's very conceptual. So that is the unit and here is how um, and I'll go through each one of the phases of that unit and I'll, and I'll explain the standard and the learning target and how the student can will be using that learning target. So number one uh, in the artist process is the inspiration phase. Uh, the standard responding anchor standard seven, eight, nine. The learning target, I look at art and art concepts. So for this activity in this unit, uh, for the inspiration section, um, I'll present how artists incorporate physical material or conceptual limitations in their artwork. Um, I might show them an artist or artwork or even other student artwork, and I might have them watch a short video on someone like Phil Hansen who would embrace the shake, and you're all familiar with it, so he had a physical limitation where his hand shook and he overcame that and created work. He dealt with his physical limitations. So the, um, the students will then be asked to identify ways that Phil Hansen created works of art using both physical and material limitations. Limitations. And right there, they're meeting that learning target. I look at art and, on, and art concepts. Boom. End <laughs> up straight up. Okay, great. So that was the inspiration phase. A development phase. The standard connecting anchor standard 10 and 11. Here's the learning target. I develop an idea to convey meaning. All right, great. Here's your activity. As part of this development phase, I'm going to ask the students to take part in a task party. Have you ever done a task party? It's it's great. It was created by um, Oliver Herring, and it basically um, you, you write a bunch of words down in a box um, with tasks on them. They're written tasks, and the students will go to the task a box, pull out a task, and then they will have to complete it. And sometimes it can be like, have all your friends wear a mustache. Now, I always ask that when they do the tasks, they have to actually create what I call an artifact. So, for example, if the task was to make all your friends wear a mustache, they would have to, in fact, make a bunch of mustaches, and that would be the art creating task. So there is some fun in there and some art being made. So that's kind of the idea, and you can look that up online. It's a great thing to do, have a lot of fun, a task party. Um, so once the task has been completed, the student then writes another task and replaces the one that they chose. Now, um, right there, they are developing an idea to convey meaning. They have done it both with the task they received and they also wrote a new task for somebody else to do. So they're not just doing it for themselves, they're doing it for everyone. And they meet that standard of I develop an idea to convey meaning. Next in the artistic process is the creation phase. Now here, uh, the students have been inspired by the artwork and uh, they're going, they've completed the development, the challenges, which is the task party. And now they're starting to think up of artworks that they can create themselves, how they're gonna create a work of art using limitations. So what is their limitation gonna be? They come up with their idea and now they're gonna roll that out. And that is where we get into the creation phase. They are now building the piece of art. It is standard creating, anchor standard one, two, and three. And our learning target is I plan and create. 
<laughs> well, that's really straightforward because at this point, um, they're able to formulate uh, their project idea and that includes their physical conceptual material limitation and they are creating an original work of art. So they're meeting that learning target, I plan and create. They're meeting anchor standard one, two, and three. That was easy. And then the last one, the last phase, reflection phase. Standard uh, for presentation is anchor standards four, five, and six. And I pick the learning target. I reflect on and present my art. So once the students have completed their project, they've made their limitation artwork, um, then they're going to reflect um, on, on their learning, probably by, I'll have them, we do a writing, we used to do blogging, some people do artist statements, but they're gonna write it down, they're gonna write down some things that happened, and, um, and they, they might discuss their work, they might have a critique or something like that. I don't actually like to do formal critiques, but many teachers do. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, it's just not my style, so nothing wrong with it, and, but they'll be doing that. Um, and, and you might ask questions like, like, what limitations did you place on yourself to make this artwork? Or what challenges or obstacles did you encounter while working with this limitation? And they are then meeting the learning target of I reflect on and present my art, especially if you have them hang it in the display case in school or, or for a show or someplace else. Now deciding what you want to do with these learning targets is a matter of how far you want the students to be engaged with the learning target. Um, if you just want to make admin happy, you can say, you know, when a student's, the student's working on them, you can show them that, okay, students are working on these learning targets here. You can have it in your PowerPoint or in your lesson plan or wherever it is, uh, just like you would have the standard. Like you might not have the kid, hey, which standard are you working on? <laughs> they're not going to know. So maybe they don't know which learning target um, they're working on. Uh, and that's a kind of a first level look at learning targets. You can just say, I have figured out the standard standards and I know when I'm doing anchor standard 10 and 11 that I am having the students evaluate and I'm asking the students to evaluate artists artworks art concepts prior to creating and boom my admin's really happy because at least it sounds like I know what I'm talking about <laughs> so that's level one um, level two and this is where I'm at currently at the artist health B although I would like to get to art level three um, but we had this little pandemic get in the way of us being able to roll this all out um, but um, so we've kind of just at the point where we have we're introducing students to learning targets through the powerpoints um, at the beginning and also through the reflection phase at the end so um, the students are introduced to it they understand there is a learning target there and sometimes we turn the uh, we can use the learning target as an essential question so when they're doing the written part it, it kind of goes full circle you know if I say uh, when you created this and you were you were in the uh, to create, how did you, um, you combine an inspirational source with your idea? Or I can ask them, you know, when they're creating, you develop skills, you know. So how did you improve your knowledge of familiar materials? Or how did you incorporate new skills or techniques into your work? And I can use those learning targets as essential questions that they have to answer in their written reflection. And that's really we, where we're at right now at the Artist South B. If I was going to bump it up to the next level, and let me back up by saying, okay, so level one would be like, I just have the learning targets there in the lesson plan for the admin level two would be like I have the less the I'm giving them the learning target and incorporating into essential questions or something like that but I'm still giving them the learning target level three would be where there's a list of learning targets and they can see that and they understand where they are in the phase and they select the learning target that best meets their needs so imagine having this list that I mentioned before that, that I, I ran through having that printed out on, a, on a, a big document or available electronically or somehow uh, through Google Classroom and the students could go in and say okay I'm really interested I'll give you an example of one I'm really interested in creating a piece of surrealistic work so they want to do a, a piece of 
surrealism. And uh, in order to do that, they realize they're going to have to go out and look at surrealist work, and they're going to create their own piece of artwork that's going to be surreal. So they look up on the board and they see this poster, and it says uh, "Responding Anchor Standards 10:11." And then they see, "I evaluate." And under "evaluate," they see the learning target. I will evaluate artist artworks or art concepts prior to creating art. And they think to themselves, "That's exactly what I want to do because I want to create this surrealist piece of work." And they tell you, "That's the learning target I'm choosing for myself." Bam! Wouldn't that be amazing? And it would, and it really wouldn't be that difficult to do. So that would be a you know, a level three where they're just able to see this list and they're able to choose it themselves. Now, if I was going to go even further with it to level four, imagine them writing their individual learning targets. Now, they'd have to be pretty familiar with learning targets. They'd have to understand the process and all the standards that we that are there uh, to choose from. Uh, but if they were uh, spent time um, choosing their own, eventually they could get to the point where they'd be able to write their own. So imagine if they could be like thinking about they want to do this keeping with a student who wants to create the surrealist work of art and they knew they liked the I evaluate artist artworks or art concepts prior to creating art and that's pretty generic so they'd want to fine-tune it so they say to themselves let me write my own individual learning target I'll start with that I evaluate artists artworks and art concepts prior to creating art and now I'll add the things to it that I want to do in that situation so they come up with their individual learning target here's one I wrote <laughs> I will evaluate the works of the surrealist artist Salvador Dali and Rene Magritte, and I will gain an understanding of how Andre Brenton influenced the movement. Man, if we could get them to that level, that would be killer. And that's where I would love to take my students. And maybe you'll beat me to it. Maybe you'll be able to get your kids up to, to doing individual learning targets um, even before I am. So hopefully that's that's the case. So that, my friends, is a wrap for this week's edition of Make Artists. I hope this was beneficial. Again, go to the Artist South Bee. There is the blog post where I have this all listed there, and you can just look at it. You can copy it and paste it, steal it, make posters out of it, put it in your Google Classroom. It's free. Artists steal, take it. Um, if you want to read even more about it, I have a whole section about this in the book Make Artists, so you can go to davisart.com, order a copy of Make Artists, or um, steal a copy from your colleagues. Um, and if you just want to kick around some more dough, you can always get a copy of Open Art Room where I don't talk anything about learning targets. So that won't help you at all. <laughs> all right. See you next week.